The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we're all pretty much exhausted <laughs> when it comes to COVID-19 and the constant changes that we are dealing with. And at the same time, I think that there is, it's fair to say that there is some optimism and maybe some hope when we hear about the COVID vaccines that are on the way. Um, that that exhaustion and that hope, Dr. Gans Ferentz says, can be a, a dangerous mix. Dr. Gans Ferentz joins us this afternoon. Gans, welcome back. Hey, how you doing, Jalen? Good. It's time for How Does That Make You Feel? How are you doing through all of this? Figuring it all out? Well, you know, for the most part, I got to say, right, and it, it's interesting because, you know, you start talking about how tired everybody is, right, and it's like, it's mm-hmm. absolutely true. We're all exhausted. It's been such a grind, such a grind, and, you know, um, even the, the the clients I was talking to today were, were expressing that, and um, I know I have been even a uh, little more emotional and stuff like that last few days, and I was sharing that with them as well today. This is this is a situation that um, it's it's difficult because it's kind of sneaky. Uh, in some ways, we know it's hard, but in other ways, it doesn't seem that hard because we still drive around, we still order food, we still got our you know um, Netflix or watch TV or whatever. But mm-hmm. it it has taken a big toll on everybody's well-being and their mental health, and I think to some extent even their physical health. Yeah, and you know, I think a, a lot of people, you know, we're a month today. To a month today is Christmas Day, and a lot of us had, mm-hmm. I think, that air have that day circled on our our calendar, the holidays, whatever it is, um, as as a time of maybe to get a little bit of relief, to have have a little bit of joy, to spend some time with with family, and and that's kind of up in the air right now as well because of you know the spike in cases that we are seeing, and it's and it's confusing. It's tough to wrap around you know what we're feeling right now but you've come up with a couple of ways to to help us wrap our head around it maybe to understand it uh, a little bit better not only for ourselves but for everyone around us as well which is really important absolutely absolutely it is and i've said this a few times now you know it's you can expect to be off during this time and um, but if you can expect to be off yourself, you can also expect everybody around you to be a bit off. And yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the perfect storm for bad things to happen in terms of relationships or communication. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good if we can get our heads around it so we can understand. So you wanted to explain this with two different scenarios, one called executive monkeys and the other one called the button. Let's start with executive monkeys. What are what <laughs> what are executive monkeys? <laughs> well, you know, so they did this they did this study back in the 70s. And I've always remembered this. I learned this back, you know, like decades ago in the university. But um, so they had these monkeys that they taught to do uh, different tasks, right? And what they did was they kept increasing the difficulty of the tasks so the monkeys would continually make like more and more mistakes and what they did and again this was the 70s they didn't have great like ethics around the treatment of animals or whatever but this is just what they did so when the animals when the when the monkeys would make a mistake they'd shock the monkey right and they would they would like punish the monkey and so they did this for a while they ran the experiment for a while and then they looked at the stress levels of these monkeys and as you'd expect their stress levels would were much higher than monkeys who weren't you know put through this little experimental design so what they did then 
was that they ran the experiment again, and this time, instead of having one monkey, they had pairs of monkeys. And so each pair was made up of a worker monkey, the worker, the monkey that was doing the tasks, mm-hmm. and then an executive monkey, quote-unquote, right? A, a monkey that would just be there along for the ride. And then whatever the worker monkey did, if the worker monkey made a mistake, they'd shock both monkeys. So then they looked at the stress levels of both monkeys, and they found the same thing. The worker monkey had the same stress level as before. Uh, that's the group of four. But the executive monkeys actually had a much, much higher stress level than even the worker monkeys did. And they couldn't figure it out. But then they realized that, okay, what's going on is when there is a consequence that's not connected to our direct actions, it's actually much more stressful for us. So you're so suggesting we're, we're all executive executive exactly monkeys right now. <laughs> right. Exactly right. The whole world is the executive monkey right now because this is not something we had anything to do with. It's just something that showed up and and it's not really connected with our with our like our direct actions. Now that's so so it, our stress level is much higher than you would normally expect because of that scenario. But if yours is and mine is, then you know our interaction is also going to be, you know, at risk <laughs> because of because of that situation. But if there there are some choices that we can make, I think that can make us feel maybe that we have a bit more control, and I think that that can go a, a long way to making us feel a bit better, doesn't it? Wouldn't it? Yes, yes, and that's actually the other study, right? And that's the <laughs> the button. Right. And so that's, you know, so I said the executive monkeys and the button. So the button, the button, um, this experimental design was this. They had people uh, doing a bunch of different tasks, like tests and different things like that. And they um, they had them doing for a certain amount of time Then they rated their performance on this. They kicked those guys out. They brought in another group and they had the exact same tasks for exact same amount of time. But the, um, uh, sorry, I, I messed it up. Uh, in the first, in the first instance, um, in addition to doing the tasks, they had um, noise. They were distracted by noise, so everybody is distracted by noise while they're doing these tasks. And they came up with a certain baseline uh, performance for the first group. The second group had the same exact design, so they're doing the same task, same amount of time, same level of noise that was distracting them. The only difference is that in the second group, the, these these people had a button that they could use to turn down the noise or turn it off altogether. Well, as you'd expect, the people in the second group did way better in terms of their performance than the people in the first group. But the trick is they never actually touched the button. No one touched the button. Just the idea Mm. that they had the choice helped them to perform way better than the first group. Same exact situation. It's just the only difference was they had choice. So the idea of this is whenever we can recognize choice, and it doesn't even have to be choice in what we're facing. It can be choice somewhere totally different. But wherever we can, we can have a sense of choice in what we're experiencing or what our actions are, we do better. I've seen this scenario even when I work with my couples. Um, if they know that they can stop an argument anytime, and they can stop a discussion <laughs> that's very difficult, if they know there's a way out, you've got to teach them a little um, process for you know stopping and taking a time out. Yep. When they know that, they can actually hang in there longer. They can actually hang in there longer. Yeah. They don't get as angry. They don't do as bad. You know, they listen better. Everything is better. So. 
kind of it's it's a little bit about setting some boundaries too when you talk about you know knowing to have a, a word if you're going to stop uh, uh, you know an argument and we've talked about this and we use it uh, coach and I use it in our own relationship we have um, I don't know for lack of a better word it's say fortify say the yeah, word yeah. the word is pumpkin and my word our word is pumpkin pie if if either <laughs> of us say pumpkin pie and I don't know where that came from but it's pumpkin pie the conversation whatever if it's getting heated yep. it stops we pause yep. it until blood pressure is back down and we yeah, can have right. a conversation that is that is um that is productive right that helps <laughs> it's, it's it's a sports timeout right it's a timeout yeah. in hockey or basketball or football or whatever it, it gives you the opportunity to regroup get yourself settled so you can go back and do better right and and so yeah that's that's basically it and 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 to the point that we we're talking about is that when you know that you have this time, like, so you can call it pumpkin pie, you know, coach can call it pumpkin pie. Okay. So listen, I'm not afraid of having the discussion now because I know I don't have to just kind of suffer through it. Right. Um, we can take a break if we need to, or if it gets too much for me, I can stop. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you actually have the ability to, um, to dig into it a little bit and get some stuff done because you know, you have an out. What we're feeling right now, is pretty is pretty natural right i mean this is you know i think a lot of us are going oh this is not you know what we're going through is not normal but what we're feeling is and mm-hmm. and so these are all interesting there are a number of, of things, a number of ways that we can use this to our to our benefit to help us continue to get through to where we see a little pinpoint of hope at the end and Dr. Gans joining us this afternoon. It's how does that make you feel on this last Wednesday of the month? And boy, oh boy, perfect timing, Dr. Gans. I mean, it has just been, uh, you know, people are in just such a heightened state right now. And yeah. I think for a while, everyone was, you know, it was it was coming down. And then we saw these numbers start growing. Mm-hmm. And then with yesterday's announcement, all of a sudden, again, we're back in this, in this, in this state. So we've talked about the executive monkeys. We've talked about the button and being able to have that choice. You talk about recognizing that you have that choice uh, being mm-hmm. so important. And yeah, that's, it is when it comes to having conversations without with whatever you're doing, who you're talking to, all of those things. I mean, that is an important aspect of all of this. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, both both those aspects, I think, you know, like recognizing we have choice. And, you know, it, I was talking to my psychologist over the weekend and, you know, getting my own tune up. Um, and you know, he reminded me of something and, um, some of the listeners might be familiar with, um, uh, a book it actually was out a few, several decades ago now. It's called man's search for meaning. And it was by, uh, okay. Victor Frankel, Victor Frankel. Yeah. And, um, so he was, a he was a, he's a, a Jewish psychiatrist who actually was in, um, the Nazi concentration camps. And what he, how he survived, he looked at the people who survived, the people who didn't survive, as well as himself. And um, what he understood was that when people had a sense of meaning, a sense of um, power in their own lives, it actually helped them survive. Now, that's a pretty tall order when you're in a concentration mm-hmm. camp, right? And so what mm-hmm. he did, because they were really trying to break him, and what, what he would do to hold on to that sense of humanity, that sense of meaning, was that if they told him to work 15 hours, he'd work 15 hours in one minute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, would, he would do extra just so that he could say, I have chosen to do this as opposed mm-hmm. to been controlled to do this. 
And that's one of those things that really helped him to get through. And so we're in a similar situation now, especially with the, um, you know, the restrictions that have come down. It's, it's, you know, it's difficult. And we kind of feel like we're out of control and we really don't have much say. But we do have a say. We can, we can choose to, to hold them, but also do them, you know, a little more strictly if we want, right? We can do, we can do things in a different way. We can be creative in terms of how we interact. There are choices that we have that we typically do not pay attention to or think about. And this is, this is what I encourage all of us to do is start to, start to recognize that choice so you can start to feel that sense of personal power that we all have. And Dr. Gans, one of the things that I have uh, have enjoyed watching over the past nine months is the kindness of people. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of uh, amazing acts of, of kindness and, and uh, you know, whether people are dropping off, you know, loaves of bread on someone's front mm-hmm. step or whatever it is. I mean, that is a, that, that I, I, it seems to be something that has just resonated with so many people and, and has been a way for people to, to manage this and get through through it absolutely when you do something kind for someone else or for the community like you know <laughs> sticking with the restrictions or whatever right yeah um, if we're aware that we're doing this and we we recognize we're conscious of it it fills that need that has been taken away from us it takes us out of that executive monkey position and puts us back in control <laughs> and so so yeah whether it's whether it's dropping off loaves of bread or um you know tipping your um uber eats guy a little bit extra or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is but you know I, I would encourage us all to be conscious that we're doing this really allow yourself to feel good about the, the nice thing you're doing shoveling somebody's walk whatever it is um that is going to help to fulfill that need i was talking to somebody the other day about you know the the rash of early christmas lights and trees and stuff yes. that's going up all <laughs> over the place right and it's like it's a wonderful thing and people are looking for a, a little bit of joy a little bit of happiness but it also it's good that they understand that they also are spreading cheer to other people who see it. The mm-hmm. people who walk mm-hmm. down or drive by your house and see the lights on or see the Christmas tree, it's exciting, it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's that little bit of joy, a little bit of hope in you know, what has been kind of a dark time for a lot of us. Um, it's it's pretty easy to get uh, fairly myopic right now just looking ahead mm. to, okay, what's tomorrow? What's this weekend? Oh, my gosh, my kids are going to be back learning from from, uh, from home again. Y- you talk about the importance of uh, thinking about the big picture and mm-hmm. long term. Why is that so important right now? Yeah, because you're absolutely right. So how our brain works is when we're under stress, um, our our focus narrows, right? So if we have this really broad field of vision, that's awesome when, when we're calm. But as we get more and more stressed or tired or burnt out or whatever, our focus gets it becomes almost tunnel vision. And all we see is what's right in front of us. So it's harder for us to see the big picture. And I'm definitely harder for us to see anything beyond whatever, the weekend or the holidays or whatever. But I just want to remind people that this is this is we control how we think and what we focus on. And so if you understand this is a little bit of a natural thing that's happening to us, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's effective or that we have to stick with it. <laughs> we can actually overcome it by, by deliberately starting to think, yeah, but you know what, this, okay, this Christmas is going to be, you know, very different than anything we've had in the past. It's, it's not going to be the same. We're, we're maybe missing people. We can't get together the same way. And in some ways it's going to suck. Right. And if we just 
own that and be aware of that, we can, you know, be ready for it. But in lots of ways, you know, it's one Christmas out of a lifetime, right? And if we hold it together right now, we already see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? I mean, there are four very viable vaccines that are on the horizon and more probably coming. So if we can hang in there and make this short-term sacrifice for the greater good of all of us so that it's not, you know, know, we said it's one Christmas in our lifetime, hopefully not the last Christmas in our lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. And if we don't make that that choice. So we, we can actually start to understand and and build out the safety for the community but also for ourselves and yes it'll be difficult now but when we look back on it as with everything else when you look backwards on stuff it's like okay that wasn't so bad or it was bad but we got through it or or whatever and so i really encourage all of us to practice that we can practice thinking in a different way so we have a different experience all right, Dr. Gans, we're going to have to leave it there because of the time, but uh, my blood pressure has come down already, and I appreciate that. Always uh, appreciate your your advice on, on, on different ways to look at the world and, and how to look at the situations that we find ourselves in because, yeah, it is so easy to get overwhelmed and just feel yeah. so much pressure, and sometimes you just need a little spin to look at things in a different way. I appreciate Absolutely. you providing that once again this month for us. Hey, thanks for having me. And hey, I missed my my theme music. I I haven't had that last time, <laughs> the last couple of times. Oh, all right. That always makes me happy too. So we'll get back on that next <laughs> next month. Dr. Gans Ferentz, you can check out more at askdrgans.com. We'll talk to you soon, Gans. Thanks for this. Thanks a lot, Jalen. Bye bye.